0: Hello, my name is Kelsey, and I need to find a new place to cry at work. Welcome to the podcast. Can you take my shift? This podcast is about bonding with your coworkers, about how much
1: you hate your job. So I just have one question for
0: you. Can
1: you take my shift? I have to go pick up my socks at the dry cleaner, so I'm kind of busy. Oh, yeah, that's so important. Totally Mm -hmm. fair. I get that. So today I am back with my second favorite
0: skinny legend. Sadly, John Mulaney was unable to come in today. I know, so sad. We'll have to get him next week. But today's podcast is actually inspired by that strong Asian American woman he is. One of my favorite quotes from, him, from, from his uh, comedy special, Comeback Kid, I am very small and I have no money. So you can imagine the stress I am under. And I swear to God, if that does not sum me up to a T, I truly do not know what does. If that doesn't
1: sum up every millennial Gen Z to a T, I don't know what does.
0: So let's talk about this week. What did we do with this week? So this weekend, this weekend, this was week was a pretty busy week for us. Yeah, it was pretty busy, pretty fun. So this week we met up with our friend Kaylee who we love of course friend to the podcast she has a photography business so she took photos of us for our social media that you're hopefully gonna be seeing soon. She's also getting married because love is gross um, yeah. <laughs> gross she's getting married so we went bridesmaids dress shopping oh. So, I was prepared for the worst for bridesmaids dress shopping. I don't know why I was dreading it so much. I I truly don't know why I was dreading it. I don't know why either. I think it just reminds me back when I was trying to find a winter formal dress. Like, all the way back when I was 17 years old and nothing looked good on me and I hated everything. So, and then I was so worried because all of, all the brides. So, she, Kaylee has six beautiful bridesmaids. But all of us have very different body types. Like, none of us look alike at all. No. I think me and Traveler look, like, the closest, but other than that, none of us look alike.
1: Yeah, we're all pretty different in, like, styles, height, shape, just everything. Yeah. And we're just really lucky that Kaylee allows us all to pick our own dresses just within different colors. So we went... And we went just to look. We're like, yeah, like, let's just get a feel of what we like, how the dresses will look and fit on us. And then we all ended up buying dresses. Yeah, you were,
0: you were, like, totally like, oh, this is just going to be a chill day. And I was ready for, like, say yes to the dress. Bridesmaids, Atlanta. I was prepared for someone to go, you look horrible. (laughs) Like, I am not wearing that color. Like, oh, you look fat in that dress.
1: Like, I was fully ready. Which is weird, because we're all rather nice to each other, like, we all get along, like, we're all, like, friends and chummies. so... I've just,
0: I've just been watching too much TLC. I guess so. I've never been bridesmaid dressing before, because the last time I was in a wedding, I was a flower girl, and that dress was just given to me, mm. so, like, I don't know, can you imagine, say yes to the dress, flower girl, flower girl
1: edition. Oh, oh my god, would be like Toddlers and Tiaras. Oh. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd love that. TLC. Yeah, us up. Okay, <laughs> That's a or, good idea. Sorry, copyright. Copy- <laughs> <laughs> copyright, sorry. Ah! <laughs> ah!
0: But anyway, so we took, back to what we did this weekend. So we took photos with Kaylee Peach Photography, and we want to shout her out. Her Instagram is at kbateman underscore photography. And we also, another one of the bridesmaids also has a small business. Um, her name is Danica, and it's at Dead Tired
1: Tattoos. She's also the one who did our. Siva Co. Tattoos. Uh, yeah, love it. Can't believe she put up with that. But it's re- you can find them on Instagram and Facebook underneath those names. But so that's a
0: great transition into what today's episode is about. So unfortunately we're about to enter a recession. Many people are still out of work, many have not recovered, and now a lot of people are working on a side hustle. And now a lot of or most of us all in customer service are not working the job because we love it or it's our passion. It's it's simply to pay the bills. Yeah. My, like, my dad would always say this quote when I was a kid. You either work to live or live to work. So, like many of our friends, this podcast is actually our side hustle. Like, I don't think, I mean, it, will we make any money after off this podcast? Who knows? Does anyone want to sponsor us? You can hit us up. But... It's, it's something we do to enjoy, and if there's a possible of making money, of course we're going to take up on it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think especially right now with the uncertain times, it almost seems like everybody is trying to monetize their hobbies. You know, making masks, or like stickers that become really huge. I know a lot of artists have opened up their commissions during this time, which is great. Got to support our artists and our small um, communities in that sense.
0: So, like when we went into when we went into the quarantine, the big thing I kept saying is when this is, you know, when we're allowed to leave our houses again, not when this is done. When we're allowed to exit our apartments, I want to support small businesses, and I think it's absolutely crucial because corporations will survive. Yes. It's small businesses that will go under. So my big thing was I'm going to support small businesses. And the best place to always start is if any of your friends or family have small businesses, those are the people you need to be supporting first. Major change, they're going to recover. Your small business may not recover. No. Now, and also time, also supporting a small business doesn't mean always buying. There's so many other ways to support a small business And some of them take two seconds. Now, the one thing I want to say is there's a difference between a small business and supporting your friend or family's
1: MLM. Ooh, Ooh. MLMs. We all know those. We all love those high school girls who hit us up in our... It's always Facebook. Always
0: Facebook. Always Facebook. I'm going to rant about that. So before we get into Kelsey's MLM rant... I want to talk about the positives, how to support your friends, how to support your friends, small business owners. If your friend is an artist, it takes two seconds to like and share their artwork. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to buy their artwork, but exposure is key. Like social media is a giant part of all of our lives. It literally takes, like you see that all the time on Twitter, it takes two seconds to retweet. Another way is to shout them out. If your friend posts a beautiful painting, you can just share it to share it to your Instagram story. Again, two seconds. Now another thing is okay. So I'm I like to consider myself a very good friend. Like do you, do you think I'm a very good friend? Mm. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm nah, a good friend. You're good. You're a good so, friend. As a good friend, I have this rule that I will literally like everything you post on Instagram. I don't care if it's, if I don't actually like it. Like, if you go to your Instagram feed, I have liked every single
1: one of your photos, I think, to when I have met you. (laughs) Oh, wow. I, I think I've done that too. Maybe not since when I met you, but pretty, pretty close.
0: Yeah, I think one night we were drunk, and I was like, okay, I'm going back, and I went all the way back into your feed, and I just kept liking. So if I am your friend, I will like every single photo you post. I mean, friend, best friend, there's a little difference. Like, if you're one of my best friends, and you look through your <laughs> through your likes, I've liked everything. Whether it's love-like, pity-like, or just, you know, a bro-like, I have liked everything. And that is an easy way to support
1: because it's... It's just, like, it's a way of getting likes, and it's a way, from someone who has a very small social media background, if you're trying to get out there, it shows it's engagement. Yes, that its was engagement. the word I was looking like, for, engagement. Yeah.
0: Now, another thing, too, so, is, if so, if your friend is selling a, if your friend is selling a product, and if you can afford it, buy the product. Buy the product. Like, if your friend is making keychains... Do not, and I repeat, do not ask for one for free. If they offer you one, that's a different story. But don't go, hey, Beth, you make really cool keychains. Can you make me one for free? No, your friend is trying to have a business here. You support them and you buy one.
1: Exactly. Just like
0: just like to our friends, like take, for example, our podcast. It's easy to support our podcast by dropping us a like, sharing us, Or if you want to get technical for views, put us
1: on, if you don't want to listen to us, put us on really low in the background while you're washing dishes. Yeah, just put us on a random device that you're not 100% using at the moment and just let that just go. And that is an easy way
0: to support us without doing like minimal effort and no money. Exactly. So, that, that's how easy it is to completely support your friends and their businesses. So, another way is offer to help them out. So, like I said, our, our friend Kaylee, she's a photographer. How do I help her out? Well, she has no, no one to shoot. All right, you can shoot me. Yeah.
1: We're in each other's social bubbles yeah. at the moment for COVID. So, we went out, had a nice little social distance photo shoot, and, you know, free photos for her then we get these lovely photos and we get a day with our friend right like it's just a good wholesome time
0: or if your friends like wants to hang out and they're like i have to send off all these packages and i just don't have time you grab a bottle of wine you hang out you help them send packages like it's so it's so easy to help people out when you truly care about Mm -hmm. them
1: Or if your friend has like a sticker company, a jewelry company, a clothing company, wear their stuff, buy their things. And then if someone is like, oh my gosh, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get those earrings? Hook them up. Just be like, oh yeah, like I'll give you their Instagram like immediately. Like this is their work. Like it's amazing. It's my friend. You know what's really important, which you had to remind me to do, is tagging. Yeah. Yeah, if your friend
0: takes if friend's a photographer and takes a photo, tag their photography page. Yeah. If your friend makes you a necklace and they have a jewelry business, tag them. Like you explained to me how much, cause I didn't really understand tagging. I would only tag the people. I was like, if I posted a photo of you and I, I would just, I would tag you and I, yeah. but I didn't realize how crucial tagging is.
1: Yeah. We'll quickly get into the little marketing bit. Cause it, it is really interesting. And I find, I find this really funny out of our group of friends. I have the most Instagram followers, I'll which flex
0: t- on me. Yeah.
1: Flex. <laughs> and it's literally because sometimes I just I post um or I tag companies I tag the clothes I'm wearing I tag the makeup I'm wearing I've currently been tagging my hair is pink I've been tagging the pink hair dye company I've been using and it's all those things that when people search those companies or things like that then you show up on their feed and it's like oh this person where is this co- like where is these clothes he uses these hair dyes like it's so important because it's a keyword like it's so 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 important also location location is very important because then people know where basically where you're located right it's, and when it comes to supporting local that is the most important thing Oh, that's true. I remember
0: I would see people, if they posted a really good coffee shop, and I was like, where is this? And then I might get my hopes up that it would be anywhere near me, and then you find out it's a plane right away, and you're like, oh, that's not helpful.
1: Yeah, and I know, like, a big thing when it comes to, like, tagging clothing and everything is people always... Especially on influencers, they're like, where'd you get that top? Where'd you get that skirt? Oh my God, I love your eyeshadow. What brand is it from? And some really awful people will be like, I'm not going to tell you because they're gatekeepers and they're super awful people. If you just tag them, you will deal with a lot less comments of people just saying, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? If they just hold on the photo, then they know. Oh, I got this from ASOS. Oh, I got this from this clothing brand. Oh, it's from my friend's local company. Go and support them. You know, I've never
0: truly understood the whole gatekeeping part of that. Like, I understand that you don't want you want to have a signature style, and but you didn't design that top. There, there is probably fifty thousand units of that top. That top is not specific to you, unless you sewed that top yourself. I, do, I just don't get it. And also, too, one one thing I found
1: was if you're really going to be that way, just say you thrifted it. Yeah, just say you thrifted it. Or you know what? You can even tag the thrift store and just be like, this is where I got it. <laughs> Maybe you can find something similar. Like, there's so many ways around it instead of just being a gatekeeping prick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just really rude. Also, too, if somebody really wants to find out where you got it, they will do the work and they will find it. So you're not as sleuthy
1: as you think you are. No, exactly. The only reason you should never not tag anything or be really nonchalant, maybe you have a dress that you bought two years ago. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I... But even in that case, just say, you know, I bought it at this brand two years ago, but maybe they have something Similar. similar. Yeah, Like, just, again... Don't be a gatekeeping prick. It's that simple. Exactly. Now, back to, I want to go back to supporting
0: your friends. So, we went over supporting your friends who have the side hustle. But I want to talk about supporting your friends who don't have a side hustle, who still work in customer service. We touched about this last podcast, but I want to talk a little bit more about this. So, let's say I'm a server. I'm going back to work. And my friends want to support me come into my restaurant tip. Now, I've been a server before. I remember you and Kaylee one day before you got your matching tattoos without me. <laughs> you guys came into my restaurant and I got a discount. Yeah. For I gave so I gave you both a friends and family discount. Now, I want to talk about tipping on a discount. So, when someone so when someone gives you a friends and family discount, you tip before the discount.
1: Absolutely. You,
0: or you make up the difference because you're you're letting your friend lose out. So if you're a, you're a percentage tipper and your friend gives you a uh, discount off, they're losing out on money. But if you tip them before the discount, you're still saving you're still saving money. Yeah, you're basically
1: you're you're saving the original tip is what you're doing. Yeah.
0: So when so if you want to support your friends who don't have a side hustle and they work in a tipped industry, you tip them. Right? Because that's that's a way to support them. I, I can't get over any time I give someone a discount and then they short me there. Like, I've worked in places where I've seen people give discounts and then they don't tip at all. I'm like, excuse me? No, you tip. You tip. Like, you tip. Just, just tip. Exactly. Like, if I was to come into the coffee shop and you were to give me, you know, you know a discount, I would toss some money in the tip jar. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you do, right? Like, I also, too, I've been I've been to a hairstylist where I've gotten a friends and family discount. And I still always tip. Because they're doing you a favor, right? You you don't want your friend to lose out on any money. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the company loses out on any money. No, like, the restaurant can lose out what, whatever. It's fine.
1: Be Robin Hood. Steal from the rich, give to the poor.
0: Exactly. So another way, so if your friend is not working, not has a side hustle, but is working in a tipped industry... That's a way you can all support them. If they're not working in a tipped industry, I, I don't know, how would you support someone, how would you support
1: your friend who worked at a clothing store? Oh, if you supported your friend who worked in a clothing store, it gets, it depends, honestly, if that store runs on commission or not. I worked for a mid-level luxury brand for about six months, and I did like it. It was fine. It was kind of just management that made me quit but we we didn't run f- we didn't run on commission but we still needed to make daily sales quotas so if i ever had friends come in or if i had friends who wanted to buy something it was kind of tricky because they'd always just want my discount and mm. you can't make commission if you're using your discount what i would kind of do i think the only way really around that is if you have a coworker you really like uh or if you have a coworker you know who is maybe short on their monthly earnings if you go in and give that give your discount to a friend on their like on their sales, mm-hmm. like they're your cu- uh, you're their customer kind of thing. Sales gets really tricky because there's no way to get around that discount. That's fair. So unfortunately, when you work in a clothing or retail industry, you. You truly cannot win. That is one of the worst things about retail. Is you truly cannot win. You know what I did think?
0: I I just thought of a way to support them. You know when you're at a store and they go, "Here's an employee
1: survey," and they circle the bottom. That is what you do. Yes. Uh, not all stores do that though. That is the one kind of tricky thing. But if there is any ever, if there's any store that ever gives you a survey to fill, fill it out at the coffee shop that uh we both worked at. Every once in a while they would send out people random surveys. Oh man, we are rated on those all the time. So you always need to leave at least a 9. Not even a 9, you need to leave a 10. Mm -hmm. If it's a scale of 1 to 10, you need to leave a 10 because companies will not look at anything. I don't want to say all companies. I will say at least the coffee shop will not look at anything below a 7.
0: Well, like, I remember when I worked at a drugstore, and my aunt came in, and she got the random, like, because it would spit out a survey about every three or four pre- people. Oh, yeah. So, my aunt got it, and then I got, and we would get bonus bonuses if we got good reviews. Mm. So, my aunt filled it out, and she's like, this person was the best person ever. I'm like, yeah. thanks, thanks, auntie. <laughs> That's really sweet but yeah so that's so if there's any surveys or but like surveys or reviews yes they are you can support because you know some managers will give you know some companies or managers will give bonuses so if you can't support your friends monetarily filling out a survey yeah or writing off a google review that's super
1: important that's also
0: a great way to help out your friends yeah so now Now that we've talked about all the amazing ways to help out your friends, your family, and I expect everyone who's listening to hopefully be following all those. Let's go back to the hey, girly. Hey, girly. Haven't seen you since uh, AP Bio. How are you? Oh, my God. Your profile picture is so cute. Hey, have you ever thought about being your own boss? Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag girl power, you know. Hashtag, mmm.
1: I know. Was it boss bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Boss bitch, girl power. I know no one can see this, but I am rolling my eyes profusely. Now, MLMs, or what they really are,
0: pyramid schemes. So if anyone doesn't know what MLM means, it means multi-level marketing. Yes. So multi-level marketing. It's in the shape of what?
1: A pyramid. What is that? A pyramid scheme. And basically the most simple way to break it down, it's these companies that sell any type of product from health to beauty to clothing to jewelry, and they basically get you in saying, look at all this money you can make when you sell all these things, then they go even further, being like, hey, you should get people to join you, so you become their boss, and every time they make money, you get money off of that, which builds the pyramid. It's a whole spiderweb yes. effect. Like, it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. So,
0: like, let's, let's, let's come to Call Out Town. All right? MLMs. When I think of MLMs, I think of Avon, Mary Kay, LuLaRoe, Sensi. Airbon Origami Owl, Beachbody. Yeah, I think there's one that sold pearls. Tyra Banks had a Tyra Beauty that was an MLM.
1: What was the one that went around for a really long time? Do you remember? It was the one that sold like the 3D falsies mascara. Did you ever see that? No,
0: I have seen the 24 hour lip. The 24 hour lipstick one is another one. Oh,
1: maybe it's the same company. Damn, and I then wish I remembered the name. Think essential oils. That's another one. Yeah, that's another one. And then, oh,
0: those, those, was it Nina Lima, the necklaces?
1: Oh, yeah. Another MLM.
0: So we're just going to call, it's call-out town, I don't care, we're going to call out all of those, because they are, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck, it's an MLM. Now, MLMs disgust me, and also too, so right now a lot of people are out of work still. Yep. So what is the perfect time to prey on people?
1: Now, no. when they don't have a job and they're looking for a quote unquote quick and easy way to make money, quick and easy way to make money, you can work from home. You can deal with your kids and still make money. Yeah, you don't
0: have to hire a sitter because you're your own boss. Ugh. And these MLMs truly prey on on people who are in the worst situations. Like MLMs have been proven to prey on military wives this is a huge one. Oh yeah. They prey prey on single mothers. Yep. Like, MLMs predominantly prey on women. There is, like, it's not, yeah, men do sign up for it as well, but predominantly they do prey on women. Yeah. They prey on vulnerable emotion, vulnerable women. So, military wives, single mothers, you know, people who are trying to get themselves out of debt, which anytime you're trying to get yourself out of debt in an MLM, you 99% of the time end up in more debt than you started.
1: Yeah, because MLMs don't always tell you you have to spend a certain amount of money before you can even make money, it's the whole thing. You got to spend money to make money, but in the MLM sense, some some of these companies make you spend up to five grand to buy in, which is absolutely astronomically insane. Which
0: if a company ever asks you to buy their product and then to sell it on your own, that's a hundred percent. Like that, that is the biggest red flag that that is an MLM. It's just like when I was an actor, and they told me in acting school, if an agent ever tells you to pay for stuff they're a fraud. Yeah. Because a agent does not make money until you make money. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for MLM. You don't you don't get a job at I don't know Forever Twenty One and they're like, Oh, so you're gonna pay for the merchandise you're gonna sell on the floor. Because that that doesn't make any sense, no. right? So immediately you would go like this doesn't make
1: any sense. So why do M L M still get people? It only makes mm-hmm. sense from a very the thing is they get you because they always say, You're starting your own business when you want to start your own business you have to buy product but the thing is they don't tell you is that you're just buying their product that they've already paid for they they that's done so they're just making money off of you yeah
0: you're not you're not like oh i'm buying product for an individual boutique no you're, you're you've already purchased their product so they've made their money
1: yeah right? They're fine. Now you're on the hook for their product. It's gone from their warehouse.
0: Yeah. They've made their money. Now they've got it on you and then you have to resell it. It's just, it's the same thing as you going to a thrift store, buying clothes, and then reselling them. That's all, that's all MLMs are. You're just a, you're just a reseller because they've already sold the product. Yeah. And then the big thing about MLMs is they always want you to build your team, right? Because, They make commission for, it's a pyramid, right? So they make commission off you and then you make commission, you make a, a certain percentage of the sales. So if I get two people to sign up, I get a percentage of their sales. Which again, I don't know why this is a red flag that it's, I don't know why it's not a red flag that it's a pyramid scheme when you're making commission off the money. Now, when I think about MLMs and I think about the one, So, I've never personally supported an MLM ever, but my mother has. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was a kid, my mother always got the Avon catalogs. Now, my mother never sold Avon because my mom is not the kind of person who is good at selling. Yeah. My mom is a very smart, sweet lady, but I think a car salesman... Would be the would be her personal hell to be a car salesman. She just she is not a pushy person. She's not a pushy person at all. So she cannot sell things. But she always enjoyed buying things from Avon, and she would order from an Avon lady almost every month. And she was really into it. She would give me the catalog. Like all of my first makeup was from Avon. Did you ever use the Avon bubble bath? Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> the Avon Bubbles bath. Um, I really liked the Avon Cooling Foot Sprays, my oh, very yeah. first bottle of perfume. Oh, God, I remember the scent. It was called
1: Far Away and by Avon. It's okay. Honestly, I'm looking again. Y'all want to picture this? I'm looking across because we record this in our room. That bottle of perfume, that Kelsey likes to use so much is actually an Avon perfume that a family member has given to me. (laughs) Oh, we cannot
0: escape. That's the thing. is like you gotta give that shit away. You can't sell it. You just gotta give that shit away. Oh, God. I even so ugly duckling here. I had the worst skin when I was younger. Absolutely the worst skin. Uh, Until I started taking care of it because my mom bought me this three-step professional skincare line from avon and my skincare cleared up and i was like wow it must be this or it could be you know the birth control i went on
1: it's hard to tell all around the same
0: time yeah exactly or the fact that like i had leveled out like i was in the middle of puberty so who knows which one set it out but in my mind it was the avon probably was the birth control but who knows who knows but i had quite the amount of avon products uh (laughs) and my mom my mom's avon lady was so sweet she would always include extra stuff with her and she would write her handwritten cards oh well that's very sweet and it was really sweet until the day that i figured out avon was an mlm and i was like mom we need to have a talk and she was like i know but you know but especially moving on to now when i work in the now i work and been educated in the beauty industry, like, I'm very, I, as an adult, I've been very much educated in the beauty industry. Yeah. And the amount of terrible things my mother bought before, I was
1: like, oh. It does get a little tricky, because in your mother's defense, I'm sure she just wanted to support her friend, like, her mm-hmm. quote-unquote, her friend's business, right? Yeah. And if your mom liked it, it's not the worst, it just sucks that your mom's friend was pulled into that.
0: Yeah. So, another thing these these MLMs like to like to show off as their conventions oh the conventions it's just it is I don't know why the conventions just also remind me of like a mega church because they but they kind of
1: are (laughs) they kind of are they
0: they draw you in with this flashy and this excitement and this false sense of female... it's always the false sense of female empowerment that Absolutely, I just cannot get yeah. over. Where they give you these false promises and it's always I don't know why it's Mary Kay is one of the worst ones. They're mm. like they always the promise
1: of getting the Mary Kay car. Yeah. Well there's the big thing I I don't think this is much of a thing in Canada, but in the States. I remember I came across this video on Facebook, Twitter, somewhere, and it was about one of the MLMs, maybe it was Mary Kay, maybe I think it was one of like the Amway ones, they throw these car parties. So it's when these women, these hashtag girl bosses, have made so much money that the company gives them a free car. But it's not a hundred percent free. Oh, it's you, never free. It's never free. You have spent so much money and it's usually kinda once you get enough Te- quote unquote team members under your name that is when you get the car so it's kind of in my my opinion it seems dirty like you've now tricked all these women into joining into the this false sense of community and this false sense of making money and what do you get out of it a car Susan does that truly make you happy at the end of the day that you get a car that always has the company's Name on it. Oh my gosh, have you ever seen those cars driven around town that are like, "I'm a, I'm an Avon lady," or "I, I sell Tupperware," and the person has their freaking phone number on their car uh, to be like call me. And it's like, it just seems so forced and so uncomfortable. It's so forced,
0: so uncomfortable, and also. I know we have different rules than they do have in the United States, but nothing is ever free in the United States. That was the big thing. Remember when we're we're talking far back when Oprah was like, you get a car, you get a car, you all get a car. You still had to pay taxes on those cars. Some people had to take second mortgages out on their home yes. because in the United States, when you win something, you still have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, that's why when you know if you win a game show where you get a million dollars, you don't get a million dollars. No, you get about six hundred and thirty thousand of it. The rest goes to taxes. Yeah. In Canada, if we win a million dollars. That's tax-free. It's tax-free. We just get it. We eat good. <laughs> exactly. So that's the really nice thing about winning the lottery in Canada is that money is just all yours.
1: Yeah. No, I, I have had a couple family members who have unfortunately fallen into MLMs. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to help my family. Y'all do you. It's fine. You, you've learned. We all know you've learned from your mistakes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I remember growing up. My family, or er, no one in my family bought into this one, but we bought things from it. It was Scentsy. So, Ooh. you know those um like wax cubes when they were first getting really popular? Scentsy was the really big one. Not gonna lie. Some of their scents were fine. I never bought any of the melting wax things because uh, my family's really like scent sensitive, but we bought, they had little kind of scent packs that you could put in, sports bags and those were great because my brother my cousin me we all did sports so you needed something oh yeah throw those soak. in williams skates we all know how bad skates smell yeah no you gotta soak up that that nasty odor so that was fine uh, and we kind of fell out of it uh one of my family members did end up selling it was called origami owl and weird it was those like little i know pandora now sells them which i find so funny because i was like you stole this idea from Origami Owl, but it's those little, those, like, window circular lockets that you can put the little charms in, and it's just, like, a circle on your chest. I think I have, do I have one of those? You have one of those. I have one. Okay. Yours, I don't, I think maybe yours is Origami Owl. I don't know. Mine is 100% Origami Owl. I was
0: told, my coworker thinks it's a Nina, Nina Lima,
1: Maybe I think I got they, it
0: for free as I got
1: it as a gift. Yeah. So I didn't
0: pay for it. No,
1: mine I got from a family member. And like I do I do like it. It's very pretty in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they're fun. But like the weird thing to me is that owner was like extremely religious and she was very much like girl power, girl like all like very much like female empowerment. And I don't really know what happened to her company. They kind of ended up going away from the MLM where they just started selling online. So I was like, oh, okay, you changed. So I will give you some small amount of credit. I know the big one that another one of my family members still sells is Amway. And I'm not a hundred percent sure how Amway works. And the only reason I know that she sells this is because that's what I get as gifts every Ah, time. ah, And I'm not gonna lie some of the they're always beauty products and so i try them with a grain of salt and at the end of the day they're quite okay uh one of my favorite bronzers is actually from them because it just it blends into my skin so well and the mascara that i currently use is also from them so I got no issues, I've received them as gifts, so this is all very much, I got no emotional attachment. the products are fine. Will I ever order them? Probably not, because I know I can get just as good as a product without supporting this horrible MLM company, which makes me kind of feel bad, because at the same way, if I was to reorder, if I was to really like them, at least then I'm supporting my family member who sells them but at the same time I'm supporting this terrible company so it becomes it becomes a gray area because I'm not going to have that conversation with her cuz I don't know her well enough it's mainly just like you know when you just give someone gifts you're not really sure what to get them that's why she gives it to me and I do like I do like the products but I'm not gonna have the conversation of her, especially at Christmas time. Oh God, no! You're you're so in a
0: no-win situation. I'm
1: in a no-win situation, so I'm gonna accept this. I'm gonna use them. I'm not gonna throw them away, cause that's extremely wasteful. But I'm not gonna reorder them. So, it's very much a catch twenty-two.
0: No, that's the thing. Like if you if you ever purchase a product and you don't, it, you know, something comes out and you don't agree with, you know, what the board has done throwing them out burning them it's it's counterintuitive it's you've already purchased the product they've already got their money
1: yeah you use it and you don't repurchase exactly and i know my one family member who was selling origami owl ended up just like quitting and then stuck with a bunch of inventory but she didn't even try to re- she didn't even try to sell it she just kept it all for herself which you know what fair if you can't sell it keep it all wear it proudly and just be like yeah i got it from this company
0: Well, that's a big problem, too, is when they finally try to get out and they can't. You have all this inventory that you've had to purchase. So if you go to a thrift store, I know one of the worst ones is LuLaRoe. They're that company that made those god-awful printed leggings. Yeah. And you cannot sell that stuff. Like, you go to a thrift store and it's just racks and racks of it. Because you you try to quit, but you have to try and sell all of this merchandise.
1: Yeah. There was a really good... Did you say Vox documentary? I think it was Vox, yeah. yeah. I think it was Vox. So if anyone is interested, there is a extremely well put out Vox documentary about the issues with LuLaRoe. Because L- L- LuLaRoe for a long time was the big company. Everyone was like, oh, their leggings are so soft. We and should, we'll, we'll tag it in the description on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. we'll tag it in the description. And yeah, people... People do like like the live parties to sell off their Lularoe, and I remember I followed a couple influencers at the time who were who were selling it, and it was also they were also selling it because they had a huge um, like Disney collection, which is wh- how they got their claim to fame is they had all these Disney products. So all these influencers were selling it, all these micro influencers were selling it, try to make money, and then I. Did the company go under? I think it did.
0: It's. I think they're in a giant legal battle right now. Yeah. If you want the
1: the best information you can get is yeah. we'll link the, We'll link the documentary is the documentary. Before. But it was just really sad to see these ladies. Some of them ended up with like, uh, products sent to their door that had mold in them
0: yeah because they would leave them in these giant stacks so they had too much product and they would be moldy and gross and the leggings with one within one wear would get holes in them yeah so it just was a giant it was a giant disaster and this company made so many promises but that's what mlms do they make they make promises and they prey on they prey on people who are vulnerable like during the during the pandemic so i i've kind of Almost gotten rid of Facebook, because I just can't really... I can't stand Facebook anymore. And I was Facebook friends with one of my previous teachers. I went to acting school. She was she was the movement and body teacher. She, so she teaches yoga, She movement and body. Very beautiful teacher. She des- joined Airbon. <laughs> During the pandemic, she joined Airbon. And I get it. You're an out-of-work actor. She's also a mom. Um... She's not a single mom. She's married, but she's a mom with a daughter, and she's very beautiful. Like, she's extremely gorgeous. And it kind of took me a couple times because she was posting a lot more than she regularly would because I always, like, she was she she always took such pretty photos. And then I realized she had joined an MLM, and as much as I enjoyed her as a teacher and I think she's a wonderful woman, I couldn't believe that she was suckered into it. But she was Airbn's perfect target. Mm-hmm. Beautiful,
1: a mom, in the middle and out of work. It's so weird to me because I also follow an influencer who joined Airbn over pandemic, but she's our age, which to me is incredibly wild. But she was in a little bit of a different circumstance because she worked for a cruise line and couldn't get, re- obviously, cruises aren't going right now. Oh, no. She's yeah. out of a job. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I see her post about her, she's also with Airbon, and she posts about the fizz sticks. That seems to be Airbon's huge thing are these, like, fizz sticks and living a healthier life. You're not, do like, they have, like, I think it's called their, like, seven-day reset. That's what Airbon is, like, known yeah. for. Yeah. It's not about losing weight. It's about having a healthy lifestyle. Which, no matter how you say it, if you go on a on a quote unquote cleanse, a quote unquote reset, it's gonna make you lose weight. Yes, but it's not permanent. It's very temporary.
0: It's all water, right? It's like all also water. too, like detoxing is one of the biggest myths out there. You know what detoxes your body? Your liver. Yeah. You want to go through a detox? Don't drink alcohol for a week.
1: And maybe, I don't know, eat vegetables every single day. Yeah. And you'll feel a lot better. (laughs) I'm sure if, you know, you stopped eating sugar for seven days, eating carbs for seven days, you're going to notice a difference no matter what. It's the same thing when people got really obsessed with juice cleanses. Mm -hmm. I, for a while, was like, I'm going to go on a juice cleanse. I'm going to reset. And no matter what, any kind of reset is just expensive. And it's not worth it at the end of the day because your body is not used to that crazy immediate change Mm -hmm. you have to it's like any addiction (laughs) sugar is an addiction carbs can be an addiction alcohol is an addiction you gotta wean yourself off as difficult as it is you just gotta slowly slowly do it so all these especially airborne that's the big one it's not Real results? No,
0: it's temporary results. It's just like when you don't drink coffee for a week and you have that massive headache every single day. But later you find it's that's all it is. It's weaning yourself off something. So she joined it. I unfortunately had to unfriend her and unfollow her because the amount of posts were incredible. Mm -hmm. It, It. I don't really have a problem with people who are very active on on their social media. Cause I don't I, I don't follow too many people. Uh, but the fact that it was I, I just couldn't support it and I and I felt really bad for her that I get it. she's she she feels like she's in a place where she needs to join this, but it was just constant, constant, constant. And Airbond's basic, basis model is they, they really want very beautiful women. Yeah. Because it's the, you know, the age old sex sells, beauty sells, right? You want to look like her. If you do this reset, you will look like her. Because she was very, she's very gorgeous. But the fact that she felt the thick need to do that. And then they always go like, hey girls, I'm looking for people to join my team. It's not a team.
1: Yeah. Or I know with uh, Air Bonds, the big one, it's like I have 10 spots for my month. Who wants to be within my month? And they're and they're running out fast. Yeah, they're running out fast. No, you're not because you're gonna post a couple days later being like, I still have spots left, which most of the time what's crazy is these girls can still sell it out, which honestly kudos to your hustle. Mm -hmm. out of anything i'm not gonna say like these mlm girls they know how to hustle and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny that i will respect that but i think y'all just i feel so bad i don't want to like tear down girls and i don't want to tear down women because we're all very like feminine you know live your life but i don't think mlms are the right way to do it
0: no and a Time to So we don't even we haven't even really touched about how a lot of these products are harmful. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many lawsuits about all these different products. From from like Lularoe is a giant lawsuit from them. Beachbody has lawsuits against them. Airborne, I, I think, has lawsuits against them. Because nice. a lot of these products are harmful to you. Mm-hmm. And they're not good for you. Anything that promises to make anything any magical diet. Like diet thing that promises to lose weight really fast is not har- is not good for you. Like remember when skinny the skinny teas the fit teas those are incredibly harmful to you.
1: Yeah, as someone who tried it, don't do it. I'm happy that train died because yeah. I I fell for it and I'm so mad that I did. They're they're so harmful to you because it's just a diuretic.
0: You might as well go get picks up pick up a box of laxatives. What was it? There's a brand.
1: Uh, there's an MLM that talks about like hair loss. And it's for men and women. And they talk about how they can help regrow your hair follicles. I don't remember. I, I literally cannot remember what it's called. And I don't feel like looking it up. But that one, people were buying it, like, up and down, left, right, and center. And so, but then it came out later that people were literally chemical burns from this product. Because it was it didn't actually do anything. It was just glorified shampoo. Yeah, That was hurting people, like chemical burns, it was hurting people. So I'm happy people fell off that. Because
0: a lot of these MLMs, they use a marketing a tool they use is it's your friend selling them to you. Your friend wouldn't lie. Your, fe- your aunt wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. Right? So, you know, your, your, your auntie wouldn't lie, so why shouldn't you buy this product? This product is amazing, right? You're, they want you to have that false sense of trust you have in your friends and family. And that's why, like, for me, for me, MLMs are, like, a passion for me. I There's some really great YouTube channels I watch. I can link them below that really go into depth about MLMs. And it's really hard when you see someone who you care about and they fall for it. And it doesn't mean that they're not a smart person or a good person. It means someone came at them at the perfect timing to get them, right? Yeah,
1: Like, it's...
0: The, it's, that's, it's hard that's
1: truly all it is it's just someone who unfortunately just like it fell for a scam and everyone i know has fell for a scam at some point i have fallen for scams friends have fallen for scams so it just sucks you know what mlm i do kind of miss a little bit though but just because it's like childhood memory i miss tupperware That's <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one tupperware has just kind of died off but you know what? Tupperware is solid. That is, like, the only one. Because it's just kind of useful. Yeah, no. The rest of them just suck. Honestly, that was, the yeah,
0: I mean, my, like, Tupperware from the 80s still lasts up till today. Yeah,
1: I got, my family is so much Tupperware. Yeah. So, if there's any Tupperware people out there, that is the only one. Maybe, not even, do May- your research. No,
0: yeah, I'm sure there's other Tupperware,
1: like, yeah,
0: plastic container, but we really should be going to glass because plastic's harmful.
1: Exactly. But you know, if you're gonna, instead of maybe what we should kind of touch on the most, or if you're gonna learn any lesson from this podcast, it's the fact that instead of going towards an MLM, look into either small businesses that you can also support, maybe even work for, or get your information from, whatever that works, or if you truly have a passion that you feel like you can make money off of, go towards that because I think one of the main reasons that MLMs are also so successful, it's these women who love, they love, they say they love beauty. They say they love hair. They say they love fashion. They say they love health and well-being, but A, they don't want to pay for the the schooling on it, or the background, and I understand that school's very expensive, you know, cosmetology, getting certified in different health aspects of life, it's very expensive. So MLMs seem like an easy way in, cause cool, here are all these products that are already made for you, so you can just quickly learn about them, and then you seem like you're an expert on health, or well-being or on fashion, or on textiles, or all these things. So now you feel like you seem so smart and that's how they get you because now you feel like you've done the work when, and I'm sorry if you run an MLM and you're listening to this, you haven't done the work. You have just read some books. It's like, it's like working a minimum wage job. Like when I worked for my retail company. They make you do all this extra learning. I had to learn about leather. I had to learn about the different types. I had to learn about how the difference between pebble leather and cross green leather and all these different things that we did, which, wow, now I feel so smart and knowledgeable that I know this, but it's still only the company making money. It's not me. I'm paying for their, their stock. That's all it's doing. So that's one of the reasons I think MLMs are so successful It's because it allows these people to think they've put in a lot more work than they actually have which I get it. It seems easy. But if you really, really feel passionate about something like essential oils or health or, like, cosmetics, it's better to invest the money to go back to school because you are going to get a better return on investment in it.
0: And that's... I could not set it better than myself. That's all... That's all it is. And... That was so beautifully put, Amy. Oh thanks. <laughs> and I think I want to wrap that up with today is support your friends and family if they have true, ethically, like, small businesses support. And if you, if no one in your family or friends has a small business, look in your community. Yeah, Because when we support our communities, that's what lifts set us all up. So support small businesses in your community, support small Black-owned businesses, because Black lives matter. Black lives do matter. And that's all you can do is the best way to help everybody out of this pandemic is to bring up everybody around us.
1: Definitely. I think quickly, we're just going to quickly like reiterate the shoutouts, and I we did... I, I thought of one that I didn't think about before. So our friend who took our lovely photos this week, and she runs an amazing photography business. Her name is Kaylee. She runs out of the Lower Mainland, but she will travel. I think I hope. Sorry if I talked out of spot there, but she it, she takes lovely photos. Yeah, she'll come to Alaska. No, she, just no, kidding. <laughs> no, but she will. She'll make her. She'll make time if yeah. she if she is available. And she loves taking photos. It's one of her like lovely passions. So you can find her at KayBateman underscore photography on Facebook and on Instagram. And then we have our lovely bridesmaid and friend Danica At Dead Tire Tattoos, she runs out of Abbotsford as well. She is up and coming. She does lovely artwork and she is so nice and she makes you feel so comfortable and so safe. And she's so gentle. She took my tattoo virginity and I could not have asked for a better time. Exactly. I also have a lovely classmate who I totally forgot. She is currently running a jewelry business, oddly enough. Uh, You can find her on Instagram at Lazy Day Beads. Or, Sorry. You can find her on instagram at lazy daisy beads i'll also tag her because her beads are really cute and they're really fun and yeah that's kind of all the people i have if you want to support local especially in vancouver we did touch on uh thrift stores there's so many good ones on main street just there's so many. I don't even want to go through and tag. Them. Well, maybe I'll do that on Instagram because there's yeah. just so many. On I can Instagram, off. we will
0: tag all of our favorite local businesses Yeah, you can support. Because
1: there's so many. We'll support some Black Lives Matters business. There's just so much you can do to help rebuild. And I don't care if y'all say local business is too expensive. It is expensive, but you are supporting local. I understand if not everybody can do it. But if you do it maybe once a month, twice a month, it makes a difference. When you support
0: a local business, that could mean
1: somebody's kid gets skating lessons. Exactly, it means as small as that. Yeah. So, and to wrap the podcast up, we'll also quickly shout ourselves out. You can find us on Instagram at Can You Take My Shift? You can find us on Twitter at CyTMS Podcast. You can listen to us on. Spotify, you can listen to us on Apple, you can listen to us on Anchor, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, you can also listen to us on YouTube, and many other things that you can also find on Anchor's website. So, I think that's it for us this week, and Kelsey, can you take my shift? Um, are you working with Kyle that day? I think so. Then no. Oh. Uh, You you know, yeah, Kyle kind of sucks. So I think Kyle also runs an MLM. We don't want to talk to him at work. He'll try to push it on us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And I just hope you all have a good week. We'll see you next time. Your call has been forwarded
0: to an automatic voice message system.